From Susan G. Komen, this is Real Pink, a podcast exploring real stories, struggles, and triumphs related to breast cancer. We're taking the conversation from the doctor's office to your living room. Sometimes preclinical studies show that a drug has a good chance of helping patients, but when the drug is tested on patients, it doesn't work as expected. Today, we're talking to Dr. Sham Gold, group leader and medical oncologist at the Peter McCallum Cancer Center in the University of Melbourne in Australia and Komen-funded research scientist. He will talk to us today about the history of CDK4-6 inhibitors, how they initially failed, but how scientists continued to work with them and are now seeing some positive results in patients. Dr. Goal, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. Great to be here. Well, I appreciate you, uh, you, you traveling virtually to meet with me such a long distance. Uh, I'm excited to talk to you. So let's start out. Can you start off by explaining to our listeners what is CDK4-6 inhibitors and what are they used for? Sure. So CDK4-6 inhibitors are really exciting uh, class of drugs that we're using to treat breast cancer these days. Um, the way I think of it, we all know that cancers are made up of millions of little cells and if you think about it, for one of those cancers to grow, those cells need to divide. You know, one becomes two, two becomes four. And whenever a cell needs to divide, whether it's a cancer cell or a normal cell, it has to go through something that we call the cell cycle. It's a series of steps um, that it goes through. So it doubles everything inside and it splits in half to get two daughter cells. And this process of going through the cell cycle is is really tightly controlled, even in cancer cells, by these proteins that we call CDKs. Um, that stands for cyclin-dependent kinases. And it turns out that in many breast cancers, two of the CDKs, CDK4 and CDK6, are really important in controlling the way breast cancer cells divide. So what these drugs are, CDK4-6 inhibitors, um, they're drugs that are designed to block those CDKs from working. And so therefore try to stop breast cancer cells from dividing. Oh, wow. That's fascinating. And that was a kind of perfect description of what they do. I, I, I really appreciate that. So, uh, so I know there's been some recent news around CDK4-6 inhibitors. Did these drugs hold promise in helping breast cancer patients? Oh, most definitely. Uh, in fact, we're already using a number of these CDK4-6 inhibitor drugs in our clinics today um, in the US, in Australia, and in, in much of the world. At the moment, we're using these medicines for a type of breast cancer called hormone receptor positive breast cancer. That's the type of cancer that we think of as being driven by estrogen. Um, and we're really using them for patients who have metastatic hormone receptor positive breast cancer. So when the cancer spread to other parts of the body. Um, typically, we would treat that disease with what we call hormonal therapy, anti-estrogen therapy. But what we now know is that if we add a CDK4-6 inhibitor to that, it makes a huge difference. It makes the hormone therapy work a lot better. The drugs work for longer. And in some cases, people, people live for longer as well. Um, so they've definitely made a huge impact on the way we treat breast cancer today. And recently, these drugs are starting to show a number of other new and interesting effects in different types of breast cancer. And, you know, I predict that in the years to come, we're going to be using them in a number of other types of breast cancer and other situations as well. Wow, that's fantastic. It's, and that's very good news, I think, for the breast cancer community. So uh, I know CDK4-6 inhibitors have a complicated history 
there were some issues with these drugs initially when they were tested on patients. Can you talk a little bit about that history for us? Yeah, it's actually really interesting. So, you know, this process of cell division that I spoke about before, I mean, we've known about that for a long, long time. And so it's often been discussed that if we could get a drug that would block these CDKs, it would be great. Uh, going back sort of 20, 25 years, there were some drugs around that did that. Um, but turned out when those drugs were given to patients, um, they were just too toxic. People would got too many side effects, were too unwell, and so those drugs had to get uh, thrown away. Uh, the reason those drugs, the old drugs, weren't so good, there was a couple of reasons, I guess, and this is important when we think about why the current drugs are so good. Um, when we think about a drug in cancer, we often talk about its potency. In other words, when it blocks CDK4 and 6, does it block them hard? Um, and what we call its selectivity. In other words, does it only block CDK4 and 6, or does it have all these other effects that we don't want? Mm. And if you look back at the old drugs, some of them fell down because they weren't potent enough. They just couldn't block CDK4 and 6 as much as we needed. And others fell down because they weren't selective. They were blocking all these other things inside our body and hence all the side effects. The difference now is that we now, the drugs we have now are selective and potent. Mm, okay, okay, that, that's great. So then where do you think these drugs are gonna make the most impact? Look, I think to be fair, they already have made a huge impact. I mean, for, for people out there living with metastatic hormone receptor positive breast cancer, these, these drugs have really been uh, game changing. But I think there's a couple of areas to look, look to now where I think we could even see a bigger impact moving forward. Mm -hmm. The first question, which we don't have a formal answer to yet, is could we be using these drugs for people not only who have metastatic breast cancer, but even who have what we call early stage breast cancer? That means mm -hmm. breast cancer that hasn't spread outside the idea there would be using these drugs to reduce the risk of a breast cancer recurrence. Mm, okay. um, so in other words, cure, increasing the rate of cure. So that's one really interesting thing to look for. And the other thing is trying to find out what we can combine with a CDK4-6 inhibitor, what mm -hmm. other drugs we could be giving together with these that would make them work even better. I think these are the two avenues that I think um, show the most promise at the moment moving forward. Mm. Wow. Okay. So uh, just, I'm, I'm just curious, going back to this idea that historically they didn't work well, um, there were problems with, with how it worked, but, but we continued to research, right? And so uh, would you agree that the success story of the CDK4-6 inhibitors is a great example of how research and scientific perseverance can result in better treatments for patients long-term? Absolutely. That's totally the case. I mean, you know, there are lots of, for those of us who work with these drugs and talk about these drugs a lot, um, there are a lot of little stories actually in, in the history of how these drugs were made, the old ones and the new ones, uh, where, which tell us that many times along, along the way, these drugs almost got overlooked or mm. dismissed. Um, but it was only through someone being very careful or being very perseverant in their research um, that we eventually worked out how effective these drugs could be. Um, now that we've got these great drugs, it seems like a no-brainer. Of course, they're of course they're great. But if you look, if you look back, there was a lot of skepticism about CDKs, and um, 
a lot of a lot of people being very persistent, sharing knowledge step by step, and then suddenly we had an explosion of progress. Mm. Wow! So this, I mean, obviously this seems really important. We've got a pretty broad listener base. Is there anything specific that you'd like for them to know about this topic? Um, I think for me, it's actually just what we touched on, which is how important it is um, that we remain engaged in research mm -hmm. when it comes to breast cancer. Yeah. You know, every drug, th these drugs, these CDK4-6 inhibitors, no doubt are some of the biggest headline drugs that we're using in breast cancer right now. But every drug that we're using, every new drug that comes into our clinic has only come about because of decades of research. Um, so, for example, these drugs I told you about, they, they inhibit what we call the cell cycle. Right. Uh, the, the people who started studying the cell cycle, they were studying yeast and sea urchins, and they won the Nobel Prize for this many, many years ago. Uh, when they were doing that research, I don't think they had cancer in the forefront of their mind mm. at all. Right. And now here we are. So I would say to our listeners, you know, every time you see someone working in a lab or playing around with a new drug, someone studying even yeast or fruit flies or whatever, just remember that it all counts. Mm. Um, and, and research, what we're doing in the, is always um, the key to progress. Mm. Wow. That's, that's really great perspective. And it's hard for us to see that perspective sometime. This is a really good example of that. So then, uh, so last question. Where do you see CDK4-6 story? Where do you see it going next? And what excites you about that? Yeah, I think that there's a lot of excitement um, in my mind of things we could be doing with these drugs moving forward. We still have a lot to learn. Uh, in fact, my research lab is pretty much exclusively focused on studying these drugs. Um, we do that because we still think there is a lot to learn. As I said before, I think one of the big areas is trying to work out what else we could, we could be combining CDK4-6 inhibitors with to help people do even better. Um, another really interesting area that's coming up is, and it's totally out of the box and unexpected, um, is how CDK4-6 inhibitors might change our immune system mm. um, in a good way, in a way that helps the immune system fight the cancer and see if we can work out how to use that in, in the way we treat patients. And I think the other big question which we're all focused on is this concept of drug resistance. Um, because even though we know CDK4-6 inhibitors are great, the, the truth is that in, in many people, eventually they stop working. Right. And so we're very focused now, going back to this idea of research, to work out why that is so we can come up with the next wave of therapies um, to keep moving forward. Wow. Wow, that's great. Well, this has honestly been truly enlightening. Uh, Dr. Gold, I really appreciate you taking the time to share this insight with us. Oh, it's, it's totally a pleasure. Thanks again. Thanks for listening to Real Pink, a weekly podcast by Susan G. Komen. For more episodes, visit realpink.komen.org. And for more on breast cancer, visit komen.org. Make sure to check out at Susan G. Komen on social media. I'm your host, Adam. You can find me on Twitter at AJ Walker or on my blog, adamjwalker.com.